This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time and your support. This episode is called A Broken Record. And the reason I'm doing this episode is based upon my experience with my wife who has BPD. When she has an episode and she'll blurt out the same things over and over and over, which I'll explain in the episode. But it's literally a broken record. I've even told her before when we get ready to fight, I could just record the last fight, hit play, and you get to save your breath. In a way, it seems funny, but again, I never joke about this disorder. Um, even though it sounds like I'm giving a little laugh, it's not. It's more out of frustration than anything. But again, I hope this episode might answer some of your own answered questions. So just give me a minute, and we'll get on with the episode. Thank you again for listening. everybody and thank you again for listening again i appreciate your time and your support this is the walking on eggshells podcast dealing with a loved one with borderline personality disorder and this episode is called broken record and the reason being is every single time my wife who has bpd (coughs) she literally brings up the same stuff over and over and over and over It doesn't even necessarily deal with the actual reason of the argument. Pretty much as far as I can remember, never does. It immediately goes to um, stuff in the past, um, things that have happened to her. And it it is always, you know, bad things that have happened to her that I've caused, which, which I don't deny. 
but it stays in her memory and it all comes out the same time um, when we have an argument and it's you know I've told her many times if you want to save your breath when we have an argument just hit the play button of a recording from my last argument and you have the same thing because it's going to be the same stuff it's always relevant to the actual fight itself like most of the arguments are from her delusions because she has uh, paranoia as well um, it, it could be it was a matter of fact a few weeks ago we had an argument um, we were sitting at the um, end of our garage and we have a, a fire pit and we had the fire going and we had a couple of drinks we were talking everything was fine and I can always tell when she's getting ready to go into an episode. I can see the signs, her look, her uh, posture, everything. I can always tell. I've been with her for 33 years. I know her very well. I knew an episode was coming along. She threw her phone down and she said, I don't need a phone anymore. I said, oh God, what happened now? And she goes, you like bringing women out in my woods? That's disgusting. Now the reason she had said that, because we heard a little bit of crunching in the woods, and it was these were a skunk or something. It wasn't even like heavy crunching. It definitely wasn't a human being. Definitely wasn't anything bigger than a cat. But that triggered off something. And I always try to rationalize and, and tell her, listen, why would I go out in the woods? There's mosquitoes everywhere. Even our mosquito repellent isn't working. I'm going to go out there naked in the woods, dirty with sticks, leaves, dirt, Getting bit by mosquitoes, that doesn't even make sense. I've got a car and go in the back seat. If somebody's going to come here, we have their back seat. I have my own place. Um, she probably has her own place. There's multiple places other than your dirty woods. And I don't do that to be wise or anything, even though she says I'm just being a wise ass. I'm not I'm trying to have her perceive reality and look at other options, other normal options, if that was ever going to happen, which it wouldn't. Even though we're divorced and we're still semi together, we have separate places. I don't see anybody. I don't date anybody. I don't talk to anybody. And I definitely don't have sex with anybody except her. And she'll never believe that. But that's the truth. So, again, back to um, the broken record. So, with that argument particularly, it went immediately right back to all kinds of old things. And it'll go back, oh my God, it even go back 30 years um, to, well, you cheated on me when we first got together. Uh, you know, and then it talks about the things that are completely non, they're so irrelevant to the argument. It would go from that to, you know, how when she lived with me uh, at my parents' house, how my mother would yell at her and disrespect her to, uh, oh my God, it, it's amazing. It, it goes to completely irrelevant stuff. It almost gives her an excuse to just blow out all this old stuff. And I've actually asked her before, is, do you, make up fights or start fights just to bring out this old stuff because if that's the case we could sit down like adults and literally get all this stuff off your chest in a normal conversation without yelling and screaming and doing it in a condescending way talk almost like a counselor get this stuff off your chest but also give me a, a you know time in between to explain or give a reason or defend or something but it's always one-sided she never wants an answer. She just wants to blurt it out. Well, why'd you do this? I go to give an answer. She don't want an answer. She just throws it out there. And even when she asks a question, she gives the answer. So literally, it's a broken record. Every fight 
when no matter what it is, it's completely irrelevant to the actual play. I can't remember, I really can't remember one time that there was an argument and everything she says has to do with the argument that it started. It really doesn't. It's, it's like, it, there's no reason behind what she's saying. Um, it immediately just goes to completely irrelevant stuff. It's amazing. I, I don't understand why. And there's been so many people that have walked into the argument, including my children, which are adults now. And why is mom screaming about, you know, uh, something that happened 20 years ago? I don't know why. Yeah, or they walked in, they said, what's going on? Why is she talking about your mother? I said, uh, it's irrelevant. So again, people that have even walked in are asking why she's saying about this. And it's not even what the argument was about. And I've had many witnesses to it. I have heard her yelling and screaming about things that are completely irrelevant to what the actual fight is about. It's like, as soon as the fight starts, it's nothing about what the actual argument is. Um, and sometimes I have noticed it'll play up to past um, things that have happened. Like when we, when we first met before we were married, you know, we were very young. I was 18, she was 16. You know, she was technically my first girlfriend, uh, first one I ever made love to, so she was my first love. I didn't have a lot of experience with girls at all, so yeah, we strayed from each other. You know, I had relations, she had relations. Um, but after we got married, I never slept around at all. She has, but I have not. Um, so she'll bring up, you know, nothing about herself. But there was literally nothing in her argument that is ever about her. Like she'll bring up, you know, when we first met, you know, we were in together six months and you were out sleeping around. And she'll get past that stuff and I'll stop her and I'll go, well, wait a minute. What about the six guys that you've slept with since we've been married? You know, it doesn't matter about, and she'll go right back to about me. It's all about everybody else that has hurt her, or me especially, but nothing about her. It's like, do you not think you do anything wrong or have done anything wrong? And to be honest with you, if she thinks that when she does something wrong, it's because somebody else did something and she had the right to do the same thing. And I've even told her, okay, well, if you say she is wrong and then you do it, then it didn't make it wrong in the first place. Because doing something just because you thought it was wrong technically says it's not wrong because I can do it. Or is it okay because somebody else did it first? No. If it's wrong, it's wrong. You know, you don't get back at somebody by doing a wrong thing that they did. You know, even though people say, well, I wanted to hurt that person just as bad. It doesn't matter. You know what? Karma will come back again them or guilt will ridden them. You know, it'll make them more guilty if you don't do anything and just show that you hurt by doing it, it's just going to make the, the situation worse. It's going to make them angry. And I've seen it so many times. You can get somebody back, and instead of making the situation better or making them go, oh, let's see how you feel, it makes it worse. So I've always said, let the guilt get them. When they see how hurt you are and that you don't get back at them, it's going to make them feel even worse. And I've seen that many times. So the times that I've seen it, it's better just not to get somebody back and just let them see how hurt you are and that makes it so much better. Well, you know what I mean, it's better than getting back to somebody. But back to the broken record thing, it's literally the same stuff over and over and over. And I probably will get an answer next week when I talk to my 
counselor itself is I'm going to ask her, is there a way I can get over this broken record? It's the same stuff over and over. And, you know, I'll tell her, I've even asked her, why don't we sit down? I, I've asked her this when we're not fighting. My, my wife I'm talking about. <clears throat> I said, you know, I just want to say that when we fight, you bring up the same stuff over and over. And I understand it's hurtful. And I'm not going to bring up anything about you did. This is I'm talking about you and your head, what hurts you. All these things that you bring up, I understand, are things that I've done. You trusted me. You loved me. Uh, but you gave your heart to me. And I used it and, you know, deceived you and so forth. Um, you know, and again, she's done it too. But this is what I'm saying to her, just making it about her. And I said, wouldn't it be better that if we sat down like adults and you talked to me, get, get this stuff out, tell me what has really hurt you, and it would be more productive and it would be so much more useful if we did it when we're not fighting because that way you could pause because you'll be in a normal state of mind and actually talk about it and you can actually say to me you know why did you do this why did you hurt me and then give me a chance to answer it may not be rational it may not be excusable to you or whatever but at least hear why i did what i did everybody needs to have a reason for what they did whether it's you know, right, wrong, against the law, immoral, whatever. There's a reason behind everybody doing what they're doing. And, you know, I don't care if somebody says, I don't know why I did it. Yes, you do. Everybody knows why they do something. We all have free will, but we have uh, a conscience and, you know, we all know why we do something, you know. Um, but anyways, it, it, it doesn't work. She always says she will, we will, but it doesn't happen. It just always comes up when we fight. The same stuff over and over. And it's just amazing that it's, it, I always tell her, you have the best memory I can ever imagine because not only do you remember the stuff far back, you bring up the same things over and over. And it's almost like it's memorized. And that's why I told you, you never fight about what the actual fight is about. It's just an excuse for you to get all the stuff off your chest. And it's literally one-sided. It, it literally is one-sided. She'll literally ask me a question and then before I can give her an answer, jump to the next one, next one, next one. She'll have five questions. I'm like, wait a minute, slow down. Let me give you an answer for the first one. She don't want an answer. She just wants to throw it out there. It's not about giving an answer. It's about getting it all off her chest. But I'm trying to find out why is it a broken market? Why does she keep saying the same things over and over? It is literally, if, if I recorded her on, say, the, the next three fights or four fights, it would be almost identical, the same things that get brought up all the time. And like I said, it's never anything to do with the actual argument that started. It's just when she goes into a rage, she backs up into another person. So it's almost like two people split into one. Like she'll have her paranoia, have a delusion, start an argument, and then backs up into another person who has held all this stuff together and is, you know, fighting with it. And it, it, it never gets relieved. And I don't understand. She has a counselor and she says she tells her counselor everything. I've been to a few sessions with her, but it never seems to talk about anything in the past. It's always talking about things on how she can get, you know, in the future, move ahead, which I understand is great. We're always talking about moving forward and not looking back, but if there's things behind you that are bothering you, you can't move ahead. I've always told my kids, a good saying is, you don't always have to get 
over something, but at least get through it. You know, you're never going to get over somebody's death, but you can get through it. And, you know, it's just said it a lot. Well, I can't get over this. I can't get over that. I'll never get over that. No, but you can get through it. And, and she always says, you know, um, they always say you have to forgive and forget. And she goes, I, I may forget, but I'll never forget. Yeah, but is it healthy for you not to put it in the past and not bring it up again? What good is it to keep bringing it up? You can bring it up one time. I'm not going to forget if she brings it up and we talk about it and get it off our chest. But by bringing it over and over and over and not allowing me to give any rational explanation or any explanation at all. Like I said, I've told her, even if you don't agree with my answer, I'm still going to tell you the reason I did it. And I've tried doing that before, and she said, that, that's no excuse. I never said it was an excuse. It was a reason. There's a big difference between a reason and an excuse. You know, you can have an excuse or a reason, but there has to be a reason for everything. So at least listen to my reason. Whether you agree with it or not, you know, you don't have the right to tell me, you know, that's not why I did it. If you want the truth, I'll tell you why. You know, just like you. If I asked you a question, you'd give me the reason why you did it, and you'd feel offended if I said, well, that's that's... A stupid reason or a stupid excuse so i think i've gone far enough into this episode to pretty much get the gist out of what a broken record is i don't know if any of you have been through the same thing but i just it's amazing literally this has been probably oh god i'd say since in the past 10 years since she's gotten worse that this broken record symptom has come along but I don't know if any of you have been through the same situation. If you have, maybe you can say, hey, I'm not the only one now. But again, that's pretty much what I'm hoping to do for everybody out there is answer some of your own unanswered questions. And also, if I share a story that you feel like you're not alone, because this is a very horrible disorder for somebody to have. And it's just as bad for somebody to deal with it. Um, and the reason I say just as bad, because I feel so bad that my wife does have it. I would not want to be in her head. I would not want to have this disorder. So I feel bad and I would not want to have it. I don't want to compare and say um, any comparison whatsoever. You know, I know how you feel or anything like that because I don't. So I shouldn't even say I feel just as bad, but I do feel extremely bad that she does have this. And I would not want to have it, but it is horrible for me to deal with it as well. But I love her enough that I do. And the more I do, the more episodes that I can throw out there. Um, but anyways, again, so my next episode, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time. And again, if you have any questions um, or emails, you can send them to eggshellpodcast at gmail.com. And until the next episode, have a great evening, great day, whatever time it is you're listening.